This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I explain that in episode zero of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. Now, also in that episode zero, we explained a little bit about what I want to do here at the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. First of all, it's called This Is Gonna Hurt because if you want to make any real change, any positive change in your life, it's probably gonna hurt. That means you're gonna have to say yes to new things and say no to old things. You're gonna have to create a new pattern, a new lifestyle, a new way of thinking and doing. And that produces good things in your life, but it's probably gonna hurt along the way. That hurt is worth it for you to be able to achieve your goals. Where would those goals be? Well, in the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, we talk in one of four places each time we get together. We talk about faith, family, fitness, or finances. One of those four areas. And this week, I wanna talk about fitness a bit. Uh, I have mentioned a little bit on the podcast, and I'm gonna go into more detail today, but I am an epilepsy fighter. I fight epilepsy every single day as seizures popped up in my life about five or six years ago. And as a result, I adopted a low carb lifestyle. And I want to talk about that a little bit because I was asked by one of our listeners, thanks so much, Drew, to say, hey, can you tell us a little bit more about the low carb lifestyle? Now, I want to let you know, first of all, I'm not a dietitian. If you plan on making a major change, you should consult your doctor, which is what I did. And I'm also not going to be, excuse me, touting things like hardcore keto and paleo. They have wonderful places. Those are healthy diets, but it's not what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to be talking about a low-carb lifestyle. I'm going to talk about its benefits and its challenges and a few ways in which you can implement it in your life without too many pains. There's going to be some pain, but not too many. First of all, let me explain to you how it came about. In 2012, I began suffering what are called partial complex seizures. They're not grand mal. They're seizures that cause me to pause. They can also cause me to kind of space out, uh, grunt, or uh, speak gibberish a little bit. And these came on in late 2012 and ultimately diagnosed in 2013. So throughout 2013 and 2014, I was fighting the medicine battle as my doctor tried to find the correct medicine and dosage that would put a ceiling on my seizures. What that means is I still have seizures daily, but the medicine I take lowers the ceiling on them. It it dampens the effects that I have, which of course means that I'm going to have side effects from the medicine. Uh, side effects like sometimes terrible dreams, uh, fatigue, and, and a few things that goes along with that. Some I won't mention here. But as I was progressing with my neurologist, uh, my great doctor, we began talking about what next steps of health were as I came out of a regular pattern of seizures, as I established months and months without the full-on effect of a seizure. And what he suggested to me was to adopt a low-carb lifestyle, and he gave me some information. You see, the idea of a low-carb lifestyle or even that Atkins diet pattern was originally formed around helping seizure strugglers or epileptics. 
because too many sugars in the brain enable more and more seizures. And if you can reduce the number of sugars to your brain, then it's going to help you fight those seizures more. And of course, many carbs turn right into sugar. So if you have a diet full of sweets, uh, bread, lots of fruit, what's going to happen is those sugars are going to feed your brain, make your brain more active, and it's going to make it more likely that you have seizures. So as I read up on this and I looked at it, uh, I also studied paleo, I studied keto. I'm going to let you look those things up, but paleo and keto are way, way uh, more restrictive on bready carbs and even fruits. And I wanted to figure out how can I approach this healthy diet and lifestyle fit within the context of my family, not put too much burden on them, but also achieve a positive result, a net result, which to me is more energy, clearer thinking, and less seizures. Well, I experimented with lots of things. And, and the way you should always approach these things is remove things and, and then notice how they make you feel. And when you add them back, you can get a better result. That's sort of a Whole30 type approach. And so initially what I did is I completely removed alcohol from my diet. Now, I don't drink a ton of alcohol. I used to drink red wine uh, several evenings a week, probably four or five, and sometimes even a glass or two. Not to the point of inebriation, but I enjoyed it. But what I soon realized is that red wine caused massive headaches. I reduced them, removed them, and when I added it back, I realized, oh, the sugars in red wine really cause headaches. The same thing for beer. And so what I needed to do was remove alcohol from my plan of eating, my habits, my routines, and then leave it to just small dosages and then also making sure that when I do have it, I hydrate as much as possible. So I want you to know, at least in my approach, I don't drink much alcohol anymore. I don't drink in any way regularly. And when I have it, I try to make it a special occasion. And if I do have it, I know I've got to protect my brain and my body by putting in tons and tons of fluid afterwards. But then what do you do with carbs? Well, here is my specific approach. I love fruits. I do. And fruits have lots of sugar and can be turned into carbs. So what I knew what I could do is the biggest challenge here was how do I reduce the number of bready carbs or starchy carbs? How can I remove them? What I'm talking about is removing lots of bread, removing lots of noodles and pasta and that kind of thing. You see, if you'll think about it, if you'll look at the course of your day and your diet, and specifically, if you look at the course of your day and diet when you go out to eat, uh, bready carbs and starches have basically become our food delivery systems. Can't have a burger, you gotta have a burger and buns. Can't have a hot dog, hot dogs are gonna come in a bun. You, you can't have uh, just uh, uh, typically Mexican food, you've gotta have tons of chips to go with it. We've uh, created a system where these bready carbs are how we get food to our system. So I realized if I could reduce those, then I would be eliminating a lot of bready and carb, excuse me, starch heavy items. 
and it would clear up my brain to think more clearly, protect me from seizures. And as an athlete, on the on the side note, it's been a tremendous result. So here's the approach I take. This is just my approach, but I'm giving you advice. Like if you would like to reduce the number of carbs in your diet, if you'd like to go low carb, then this is one of the approaches. First of all, I eat the same breakfast every single day. I love it. I don't get bored with it. I've got it down to the point I can make breakfast in seven minutes, eat it in a few and clean up. But breakfast for me is usually 15 to 20 minutes long. It doesn't need to be longer. I drink smoothies every day. Now listen, those smoothies are going to have fruit. I know that there's going to be sugar in there, so I've got to be careful how many I add. But what I do is I supplement it with protein powders that are vegan and low in sugar and peanut butter that I also try to make sure is low in sugar. Now, this is not a sugar-free breakfast at all, but what I've eliminated is I'm not eating toast, I'm not eating bagels, I'm not eating English muffins. None of that goes into my breakfast. Nine days out of ten, I leave breakfast without having a bread starch. And the only time I do have a bread starch is if I'm out to eat or if I'm someplace where people are making breakfast for me. Listen, eggs are great for this approach. Uh, Sausage and bacon, those things are great for this approach. You gotta make sure and watch your cholesterol. But you can do those without bread. But the idea is, can you get out of breakfast without breads and starches? So that means I don't do oatmeal anymore. If I do, I do it very, very infrequently. And I I don't do cereals really either. Again, none of those things are inherently wrong, but I know that if I can eliminate breads and starches from that first meal of the day, I'm a long way into my day already. Now, lunch. If I have control over my lunch, I do my best not to have a bread or a starch at lunch. Now, that's hard sometimes if you're meeting someone or you're going out and it's a sandwich place. You can get an open-faced sandwich. Uh, You can get what's called a skinny sandwich. You can go get a burger without a bun, which oftentimes I do. But if I have control over it, I try to get through those first two meals without a bread or a starch. Let's say I'm invited out to a lunch, and in our area, we have things like lots of chipotle. Well, the basis of those often is rice, but you can get chipotle on a, on a bed of lettuce, and you've completely eliminated that starch. Or if you do want some rice, what I ask for is I have for, ask for excuse me half the amount of brown rice. I go with brown because if I go with white, those things have been dyed. and That's an extra sugar. So I'll say, hey, can I have half the amount of brown rice? So I still get a little bit of rice in there, not as much as you would normally get, and I'm not getting those dyes that go with white rice. So many days, I find my way all the way through lunch, and I have not eaten a bread, and I've not eaten a noodle. Not every day, but you know, once you get this pattern going, every now and then it's not going to hurt you, and it's not my pattern of having it. But all of a sudden, I'm finding my way close into my evening, and I've not had a bread or a starch yet. So guess what? If we have something like spaghetti for dinner, which we don't have a ton, but if we do, I'm not overly worried because I haven't had a lot of breads or starches yet. 
And what I'll do is I'll do a little bit of noodles and I'll do a ton of meat sauce. I'll just do a ton of meat sauce. In fact, I'm often mixing my vegetables into, you can see I eat a lot of bowl type foods. Try not to do it as a barbarian and I try not to be uh, rude and I try to have my manners. But you know what? If you just do a little bit of noodles and you add your vegetables in, whether it's a pea or bean, and then put your meat sauce on top of it, it's very filling and you don't have the noodles. But if we have noodles or something that's got a bread base to it, I eat it. I do. And let's say we're at a cookout and you know people have made it or, or even I've co- I've grilled out myself. What I'll often do if I'm really really hungry, it's not uncommon for me to want two cheeseburgers. And I'll do one with a bun and one without. Or I'll just go with two cheeseburgers. The idea is where am I looking to eliminate breads and starches. They're not evil. I'm just trying to reduce their number so that when I have them, they have less effect on me. And here's the thing. For sweets, you know, I I, I just limit them. I really do. You've got to have moderation. You know, I try to have sweets. Uh, I don't have them every day. I don't think I'm not going home and I mean, I'm eating ice cream every day or any of those things. We're not having bread or cake or, or pie regularly. I've just got to moderate myself. That one just comes down to self-discipline, to make sure I'm not having sweets too regularly because that stuff turns into sugar and it poisons my brain. It doesn't poison, but it, it, it hampers my brain. Now, you may not be an epileptic. You may be saying, you know what? I, I'm, I need to be healthy. I'm trying to healthfully lose some weight. Well, then this same approach helps. You may say, I'm an athlete, but I've, I've hit the wall. I, I'm not making gains anymore. Well, then, friends, I'm going to tell you, if you're a runner like me or an endurance athlete, reducing your carbs is going to lean you out and make you have more muscle. Uh, I have found it incredibly effective. In fact, if you ask my buddy Danny, who's my running partner typically, he has saw an leap in my speed and my endurance when I began to reduce carbs. Those are some of the approaches I take. So first of all, if you are fighting epilepsy and seizure, friends, I cannot recommend enough reducing those carbs. You may have to go full-on reduction of them and go paleo or keto, uh, but for me, I've reduced them to the number when I have them, they don't have that much effect. So a couple of keys, greatly reduce your alcohol intake, leave it for special occasions. Try to get through entire meals without breads or starches like get through breakfast every day start there like can I eat breakfast without a bread or starch no pop tarts uh, you know no toast no English muffins and that kind of thing and then can you begin to add a couple days a week I've gone through lunch and I don't have a bread or starch and then just be smart with your dinners you'll be amazed if you just begin to reduce them in those small areas you're gonna have more energy whether you're epileptic or not you're gonna have more endurance and more strength for working out your brain is going to become more clear just like mine does you're gonna find that you don't have that afternoon droop as much the idea here is let's reduce the number of sugars that are being blasted into our head and blasted into our system. We don't have to be ridiculous in our approach. We don't have to declare everything bad. It is the idea of here, where can I add discipline and reduce things so I can live a lower carb lifestyle? A couple approaches, friends. Start with remove breads and starches from your breakfast. Start there. You can do that with a smoothie. You can do that with eggs or bacon. Again, you just got to make sure to watch your cholesterol. That's a great approach. 
And then once you get that down, ask yourself, when can I eliminate a bread or a starch from my lunch? When can I be smart about dinner? Don't eat dessert too regularly. Friends, that way when you enjoy it, when I have a dessert, it's wonderful because I'm not eating it every day. I love my dessert when I have it. When I have a sandwich, I love it. I don't feel guilty because I've got areas in my life where I've reduced it. Friends, I want this to be a help to you. I want you to feel free to reach out to me. As always, you can email me at gordon at jgordonduncan.com. You can message me through my website, jgordonduncan.com. You can find various ways, but reach out to me if you have questions. I want to be an encouragement to all of you because this is a challenge to implement. It really is, but you will see immediate benefits from your health when you do it. Having said all that, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. If you like this, I'm gonna ask you, please, would you give us four stars in a review or five, depending upon what your system is? Would you subscribe? If you're listening to this while you're working out or walking or something, share it. Put it on your Instagram stories. Just tag me, Gordon Duncan, in it when you get there. If you want to find where you can find all the things I'm doing, all that's at jgordonduncan.com. We stream the podcast. My books are there. The videos of my sermons, lots of things. But all in all, friends, I just want to be a resource for you. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to talking to you. I'll be back on Friday. On Friday, we do a five-minute or less podcast called Free Friday, and it's just a thought to get out there to get you ready for your weekend. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much.